0: yeah so like i was i thought the book was pretty interesting because i didn't realize luke was a jedi before this one it's Uh, kind of
1: weird how long you spent staring at the beautiful woman on the cover art though i don't know like when you told me that i was a little surprised
0: well it i only have the ebook form so (laughs) i can imagine whatever i wanted on the cover (laughs) but i have to reread the book i think because like i i kept thinking that they were saying brackish like the like Shadow Academy the, was run by a cup water? of kind of salt, salty water, yeah. <laughs> so, I was confused the whole time, so we're going to need... Oh, shit. Oh. We're live. Okay. Mm. It always Click stinks up on us. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? I'm the one that presses the button, too, so it's, <laughs> it's shocking how that keeps happening.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. Remy, hello. don't
0: start. Do not start, Remy. Remy, we just started recording.
1: <laughs> Shut your mouth.
0: Sorry. <laughs> mm, sorry about that. Look, I, that's a weird way to introduce our new co-host. <laughs> Ray will
1: never be co-host. She doesn't have the the determination to read a book every week. And she's a <laughs> dog.
0: All right, well. Hello there and welcome to TapCaf Transmissions, the only Star Wars podcast. Is that still true? Have we verified that independently? No, but I think... We'll
1: be able to verify it the same week that I get the uh, spreadsheet done for the book rankings.
0: Okay, that's good. Well, you have like (laughs) up to 13 episodes to do that. I know. (sighs) And then we need to rank all these together. But I am, as always, your host, Corey. And joining me, as always, is my Mm co-host, Mr. Eckhart's Effervescent Ladder. You hated it last time I used that word, so I'm going to use it again.
1: I don't think I hated it. I think it was just a big word, which naturally I don't like very Intimidates much. Intimidates you, yeah. Intimidates, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, there you go, though. How have you been, Justin? Good, since good. Since our last episode?
1: Busy. Because
0: um, we don't talk off off the podcast, so no, we have no
1: idea. I mean, we don't like each other, so... Yeah, it's like
0: have... a, a Mythbusters situation, right, yes. where... Uh,
1: Except without the grudging respect, I think.
0: Yeah, <laughs> where <laughs> I'm fun and get excited about things and mm-hmm. you're a curmudgeon with a weird mustache.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you have a DOS- audacity open right now? Y-
0: yeah. How because... much
1: disk space in the bottom corner does it say you could record for? For me, we could go 272 hours for this podcast, but after that, um
0: Ooh. we're going to need to take a uh, break so I can
1: switch hard drives.
0: Mine says 9 hours and 20 and 7 minutes. I think that's uh going off of C. You must be—is so, that your SSD? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I need another SSD so I can use that for like installing games too. Because yeah, my C drive is very full, and the only game I have on it is Empire at War. But even then, it just—it's so it must, full. Anyways. Must be a
1: pretty small C drive, is it, or a pretty small SSD?
0: Yeah, it's like I think I bought like a yeah 500, 512. So oh, it's not it's, that bad. Hmm.
1: All right, the uh, have, SSD podcast. Is off to a good start. A different type of SSD than normal this time. Yeah,
0: that would be the courtship and Iron Fist <laughs> episodes. We've already done those on the show, but uh, today we are talking. Wow, what a what a segue! Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. Today we're talking about the second Young Jedi Knights book, uh, Dark Saber. I mean, the Shadow Academy.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were we? going to be talking about yeah, yeah.
0: about Dark Saber this week, but uh, we've decided instead. We didn't. This was after the last episode, right? That we yes. decided this. Yeah. So sorry but, for anyone
1: who prepped and didn't uh, didn't have time to read. Apologies for that. But yeah, we, we 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 and I think especially me because I got the the baby coming up are just very very busy right now. Um, so these books are much more manageable and they're
0: fun. And I don't want to read Dark Saber, <laughs> <laughs> or I really don't want to read Planet of Twilight. Okay so you started off with the legitimate understandable reasons and then went into the real reasons that we're not supposed to say. That is what it is. <laughs> I'm a- I'm actually kind of looking forward to Darksaber. Darksaber Dark, Saber. Dark Saber will be fine. It's too long, but yes. I it's not it's not necessarily that it's too long. It's that it's too long at a period when we are trying to schedule reading the whole book between all yes. the other stuff we have to do for work. Especially when but...
1: right now it's we got squadrons and we're down to one one week for episode prep. I just know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to sit down after streaming and doing a video. It'll be like 3 o'clock in the morning. Be on my couch, turn on my Kindle, get five pages, and just fall asleep. And then I'll look the next day, and I'll be 1% done the book, and I'll just be miserable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's when you just end up reading the Wikipedia article?
1: I haven't had to do that yet, but...
0: You haven't? Okay, I thought you might have done it. Really? At least once. Really? No, I I don't mean that... I don't mean there was like a specific episode that I was like, hmm, he doesn't know what he's talking about, <laughs> but I, I thought like just retrospectively, maybe there was one that you had read recently enough that you were just like, uh, I'm not going to bother oh, with this.
1: Oh yeah. No, I got you.
0: Cause a- I haven't had it. I haven't done that yet, but I figure if we did, uh, like dark tide or something in the near mm-hmm. future, I probably wouldn't read it all the way through because Mm -hmm. i've done my vong stuff so recently now or like up to uh star by star now but yeah
1: for me if i had had to uh if i had had to read the like if i had read bane off air or not for the podcast and we were covering it now randomly because of overwhelming fan request or something i wouldn't be reading it again Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I, i have done a couple of books where usually i will read the book and also listen to the audiobook if it's available but for like, some books, like the entire Thrawn trilogy I've read so many times, I just listened to the audiobook. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: But even though we're not doing Darksaber, it's still the same author. So we're getting yeah. our fix of Kevin J. Anderson, uh, only now with the help of his wife.
1: Yes. And we get so. um, invulnerable starships and lots of other fun stuff. Yeah. Um, that we could expect from a kevin j anderson book. they're not invulnerable starships but uh w- what do they call it again the uh the hull that the uh lando's the
0: shadow chaser or oh, no uh the kruska gem uh, yeah reinforced aluminium yeah well they, it they, they, it's the uh
1: quantum armored hull, just like the sun yeah. crusher um, yeah i thought that was kind of fun um and there was kind of some other tie-ins with jedi academy 2 unsurprisingly there was the same hull as the sun crusher um, didn't the student that turned evil Um, on Luke's At uh, Luke's Jedi Academy use a Corsica yep. gem In his lightsaber?
0: Uh, yes I think I forget which one it Brackus was always. Was no, it Brachus
1: No, it was the one that, like, caught fire
0: <laughs> Oh, oh, Gantoris
1: Gantoris, yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Gantoris he, like, I don't because know if he that makes was, his, uh He makes his own lightsaber using I thought it was a Corsica gem, but I could be mistaken
0: yeah, that could be right. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought, like, doesn't Jason end up using the one that he gets in this book to make his lightsaber?
1: I honestly don't Or does don't he actually remember.
0: give it? He might give it to Leia. I thought the twins used Karaska gems, but it's been so long since. I wouldn't be
1: surprised. Ones. I mean, Jason still has his, doesn't he?
0: I think he might actually end up giving that to Leia. Because mm-hmm. he says he's going to use it as a Mother's Day gift. And the land was, like, really <laughs> showing up on there, kid. Let's, uh, <laughs> like, you, let's you know, pump you could the brakes buy- <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Yeah, you know you could buy your Jedi powers for this, right? <laughs> <laughs> have we covered the Midi Chlorion transplant procedure yet?
1: <laughs> Very expensive. Very expensive. Would that work?
0: That seems like we should put some. They people try
1: in that. that and uh I think that's something that Plagueis talks about trying unsuccessfully. Mm. Um
0: Damn. Yeah. Kind I of drank the blood of so many young Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm i I'm just into
1: it now. It doesn't help, I'm just into it. <laughs> So, shall we give a basic overview of what's going on in this pleasant book?
0: Uh, yeah. So the book kind of opens up with uh, there. There's two main plots to the book. Where the first one is the plot around Jaina, Jason, and Loey, where mm-hmm. they go off gallivanting. That's my word of the day. I need mm-hmm. to use it a couple more times. Uh, gallivanting to Lando's Karuska Gem mining facility on Yavin, which is convenient. He's right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, And these are incredibly valuable, incredibly hard super diamonds, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, And while they're there, though, they get kidnapped by Brackis' forces for the Shadow Academy, an evil academy Mm -hmm. run by the Empire Mm -hmm. uh, to basically... I'm stumbling over this because right now I'm just picturing Mark from the Templin Institute (laughs) saying, Gentlemen, too evil! (laughs) But...
1: I mean, yeah, they're basically trying to make new, a new dark Jedi for the Empire. They kind of yeah. reference how Luke is making Jedi because he sees like a new Jedi order because he saw them as kind of the glue that held together the Republic, even during its most chaotic times. So now that the Empire is fractured, uh, this, the second Imperium thinks that a new kind of cadre of dark Jedi will help keep the Empire together. And that's yeah. kind of a. they They've already got some students going. Um, there's... Brackus has a dark master who we don't learn the identity of. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty it's, sure it's a Palpatine uh, impersonator.
0: Yeah, it's actually like four royal guards in a Palpatine suit. Really? It's like, it's like uh, when kids in uh in movies like especially little rascals Mm -hmm. sneak into a movie theater where it's just like on each other's shoulders it's basically that but royal guards Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that's what that was yeah uh spoiler alert for the next couple books i think yeah because i
1: remember i had a cover as a kid with palpatine on it and i was like oh my god but yeah it's not actually palpatine he hasn't come back again uh unfortunately
0: unfortunately no i'm
1: just joking that would have been that would have been a bit much. Let's talk about the second Imperium, though, because... So this book is kind well, of... Well,
0: th- there's another part of the book we didn't cover. Tanel and Luke have to rescue. Oh, them. yes, yes. And we learn about more Tanilka, who didn't get much exposure in the first
1: book. Mm-hmm, yeah, Luke takes her drinking, despite the fact that she's, like, 12. Yes. <laughs> so the second Imperium is, like... It's kind of unclear, and, and it's a bit weird, because this book is written before like a lot because this book just takes place in 23 aby but it was written before like the Thrawn duology for example um i like i don't even think it explicitly says that the new republic's at peace with the empire although at this point they would have been um the empire's not in the core in 23 aby they've moved to the outer rim um well
0: there's still a couple of the deep core replacement warlords and yeah but, yeah, well, I think it's more like the replacement replacement warlords at this point. Yeah But yeah
1: The Empire largely moved to the outer rim. They're pretty peaceful at the New Republic at this point um, So you kind of got to imagine the second Imperium I think as kind of like a, a splinter movement rather than the Empire proper Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that everything at this point is just like small warlord forces uh, this is why the second Imperium, no matter how many people ask, is not a playable faction in Thrawn's Revenge,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: uh, they would have no territory, except for the Shadow Academy and, like, one planet, maybe. One
1: space station and a few uh, blast boats.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Empire, really not not in good shape anymore. Uh, well, I like Pelion's area is doing okay, the leftover Penistar alignment stuff mm-hmm. that he's uh, kind of taken over, but... It, New republic kind of does whatever it wants. Yeah.
1: Yeah Interesting and again, this book was written in 95. So Pretty early on compared to when most of that era would be fleshed out um Which is probably why we don't get a whole lot of discussion about kind of the greater galaxy at least not yet Um, I think the the series goes for a few years though So i'll be curious to see if the later books change that at all but yeah.
0: is it uh is this in twenty three or is it like twenty one ABY?
1: I thought it was twenty three. How old are they? I think
0: are they eleven?
1: Yeah, I just checked it's it's just, just twenty three ABY. So they'd be Aren't they weren't they born nine eight. ABY? Eight
0: eight
1: or nine ABY. Yeah. So they're like Well no, and
0: Thrawn, Thrawn is nine. Thrawn is nine. Yeah, yeah,
1: so they're like fourteen years old, basically.
0: Yeah. Well these on vong War starts when they're like sixteen, so yeah. it's really only two years between now and when they get mentally fucked up for life yeah so so
1: enjoy the golden age while we're in it <laughs> yeah the golden age being taken to a giant torture wheel and uh forced to fight your own brother but it's a little better than what's coming <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's all downhill from here for them believe it or not yeah especially anakin who is uh 12 right now and dies when he's like 14 15 mm-hmm. so uh yeah good time good time to be a solo kid
1: And Anakin right now is having his own adventures in junior Jedi Knights, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point those books are even shorter Um, Those are even more kind of kid books. I think yeah, I've never
0: actually read junior Jedi Knights
1: I had a couple of them as a kid like they're very very small like Mm -hmm. I remember them being significantly smaller than young Jedi Knights, but
0: how many of them are there? Do you know? Uh,
1: Like less I think there's like six maybe
0: so that might be even be something we just read them all at once and then do one. Episode yeah, maybe, on or primates. like maybe
1: two episodes. Um, yeah, because like I, I still think they're they're decent size, but they're not like they're not even well.
0: These I've been reading in like forty five minutes, so really not, yeah. not a huge amount that there is to.
1: I will chew say on there one thing I've enjoyed about the shorter length is that I haven't had to do any skimming. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, just because of how busy we are and. You know, a week is a lot to read a book if you've got a lot of time, but for us, at least me, I think you too, like we're pretty busy, so Usually there's bits that I'm skimming or lightly reading, but with these I've been able to pay attention and read every single page Yeah, this is
0: a lot more on your level
1: Yes (laughs) I like how they don't use big words I've never, (laughs) you don't hear Luke saying effervescent in uh, Young Jedi Knights
0: Uh, The word irresistible is on this page that I just turned to, so that's a pretty big word that's pretty. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any thoughts first on Lando's mining facility and the events therein? You mentioned the the quantum armor being one uh, mm. of my least favorite things in Star Wars, at least, like the impenetrable, nothing can destroy it. Yeah. Sun crusher bullshit.
1: I enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was a fun kind of setup. It's just like, like Luke and the Solo kids are just so privileged, though like what yeah. are we doing for a day we're going to visit uncle lando's diamond mine oh we found a diamond worth a bajillion dollars
0: guess we're we rich We get now. to keep this you and know, we
1: <laughs> yeah um not
0: rich now guess we're still just as rich as ever yeah but we're... now slightly more rich yeah
1: i mean lando's got a lot of uh he's always got some sort of mine on the go because in a couple of years he'll have the uh is it Destrillion where he's got the asteroid mine at Vector Prime or wherever it is? Do brilliant, I mean, brilliant. Um, he's got the asteroid mine, and but then what's the difference, really? Yeah, he's always got lots of uh, business endeavors on the go, so mm. this this is very fitting. I thought it was cool taking a journey into uh, into the heart of Yavin Prime. I thought it was kind of a nice throwback to um, the Jedi Academy series. Yeah. And it really
0: does highlight just how poor of an idea the, uh, uh, the Sun Crusher being sent into the planet was, because (laughs) clearly you can retrieve it if you really want to.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do like the continuity there. Like, I like the idea that Lando probably saw that and was like, okay, like, if, if they can do that, I can probably send something in and, uh, retrieve something. I do like how Lando was like, he was pretending to be all cool about going in. It's like, oh yeah, we do this every day, but really most of the time he's got his, uh, He's got his adventurers doing it for him, and he's just sitting back making money.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I was actually thinking when that happened, uh, if this was if you were just one of the workers there, responsible for actually making sure shit works, and then the boss just comes in. He usually doesn't do the job and probably doesn't have the best idea how it's done. Mm-hmm. Not only him, but he brings in these little <laughs> these little brats. He's like, yeah, we're just gonna go do it. See, that's the kind of thing that would piss me off. If back when I was working, like, uh, pretty much any other job, yeah, where, I, that, just stop. No, yeah, you're right. No, no <laughs> bosses should ever do this.
1: You're you're 100 right. Um, but I don't know what to tell you. Lando does what Lando wants. He pays for it all. He's like the boss and the owner. Kind of wondering where Tendra is though, because she should be around, but. He's probably out doing something.
0: Yeah. Uh well this is long after Lando and Mara are uh mm-hmm. undercover. So that that's a that's a really fun part of uh of the Corellian trilogy. Luke the, and Lando's Oh
1: yeah, like when he meets the vampire and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: Gallivanting around for trying to for get, get Lando laid, Lando. basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I think uh Mon Mothma even tells Luke to go along with it. Yeah. Like, Mon Mothma calls Luke in is like, hey, you're going to get a request from Lando, and I think it's a good idea that you do this. Like,
1: he swiped right on some nasty women, Luke. We need your help. The New Republic <laughs> needs your help. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, so, like, the Corellian Trilogy comes out, or the first book came out in 95 as well. So, I mean... I can't remember. I think Tendra and Lando get married in book three, maybe. Um, oh yeah, so
0: yeah, I think she shows up in the. She's in the definitely first in the first book, one, then, yeah. Yeah.
1: So we we could we could see her in the future, maybe.
0: Maybe, maybe that would be fun. Yeah, uh, one of the least prominent Star Wars characters that's most connected to the main character. She's always yeah. mentioned as being around, mm-hmm. but. She's almost never in the room.
1: <laughs> I mean, Lando Jr. even, like, he gets shafted even more. Like, you hear very little about Lando Jr. other than Lando's got a kid. Even though Tendra's, like, in her 50s or 60s when she has him.
0: How, uh... what is he born in the news, on, the news on Vong War?
1: I think he's born in the Legacy, but I can't, I can't remember for sure. Okay, I'm, I'm so not that, that
0: makes a bit more sense, because then he wouldn't be... Cause for him, I'm I'm never sure what his age is cuz mm. he always seemed like he would be kind of the same age as like at least Alana, but Alana's like decently active with like the money and Falcon book and stuff. Oh
1: yeah, 41. He was born in 41. Oh, he was born in 41, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. So, it's like really li-
1: really late. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tendra would be almost 70 I think at that point.
0: So, yeah. Like, the reality of the situation is Lando is off doing whatever the hell he wants. And the reasons their business actually becomes successful around that point is because Tendra's doing everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. She's like also Lando rich. Lando contributes too. nothing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's also rich. So,
0: like, Tendra is that old, but she is younger than Lando. But, like, Han, Lando, and Leia by the last books are closing in on. Yeah, what they're I guess 44 they'd be 60. They'd be about 70 So I think she's only like 50 by the end. So yeah, she's having Lando jr. At like 50 Uh,
1: Yeah around there, I mean well, so w- when does fate of the Jedi start what year does fate of the Jedi start?
0: Fate of the Jedi, I think is like 44. Yeah,
1: 40 so 40, 40, 44 plus 18 so that's like what 62 or or yeah, 62 that's Leia's age and then you add like another what 13 or 14 on there for for Han uh, and Lando Han and Lando yeah
0: yeah they're they're not young and Pelion, when he gets killed by Tahiri he's like he's in his, he's like in his 90s, 90s yeah almost 100 yeah if not 100 so i mean if Tahiri didn't get him
1: <laughs> it wasn't me i swear i was on the bridge and he just <laughs>
0: He said, oh,
1: my lungs, and just died.
0: Yeah, like, Akbar and Mon Mothma die at, what, 60 or 70 each?
1: I don't think we know when Mon Mothma dies, do we?
0: Yeah, cause, well, she dies off-screen between uh, the Corellian Trilogy, and she's definitely dead by the start of the Yuuzhan Vong War. I can't remember if she's mentioned as being alive or dead in uh, Thrawn, Hand of Thrawn,
1: but... Mm. Is it- I didn't know that. See, that's interesting. I didn't know that Mon Mothma was ever explicitly said to die. But yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, she's
0: dead. She is like one hundred percent dead. Yeah. So she's and usually old, it's explained but- as the uh, the wasting disease from right. Jedi Academy yeah. kind of taking a lot out of her, and then she fully retires and like still is working in the background, trying to get Lando late, of course, because obviously, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, but she doesn't take an active role again, and she's dead by the Yuuzhan Vong War. They and at least... Akbar was a fish out of water, so <laughs> that didn't go well for him. Uh, I mean, Akbar must have been caviar.
1: Akbar must have been a little bit older though, because he
0: dies at like seventy years old. He's not very old.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mon Mothma—did they transfer her consciousness into the new Star Destroyer they named after her? If uh, not, you know, not interested.
0: You know the Yuzon Vong uh, protector droid that uh, Lando builds for? <laughs> yeah, for Ben. That's uh, actually got Mon Mothma's consciousness in it.
1: So that's so it can hang it with Winter?
0: Ooh, that would be Akbar's consciousness then? Oh, that, well, I like that. that you theory. said that's.
1: Okay, yeah, I that's what you were saying.
0: No, I'm, I'm, let's go with Akbar. Okay. That makes more sense.
1: Yeah. Mon Mothma just got transformed into a shower curtain or something or a bathrobe. Because he's always just wearing that one sheet. <laughs> it's like, Mon Mothma, at least wear a different colored sheet today, please.
0: <laughs> no. Let's see, can I find her death date? I'm pretty sure she's explicitly dead during the...
1: Yeah, I, just, the I just opened it, it says 24, so... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, she's 72. So so old, but not Star Wars old.
0: Yeah, like, the captains are looking at her like, come on. Yeah. You're just graduating high school by the standards.
1: Pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Of course, Gheriel dies at, like, 40? Yeah. But anyways, we are talking about and her husband <laughs> Shadow dies, Academy. Too. Yeah, well, he was, like, 30 years older as well. Yeah. Thanos. Because he was, he was decently old during Truce of Bakura. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she runs off with him, and much to Luke's dismay. Yeah. Despite showing almost no interest in him. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Way it, it goes. A shocker. Way it goes. Luke don't got good luck with the ladies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so <laughs> that that handles the Karuska gem situation. Jason gets <laughs> one. He is richer than ever before, yep. uh, gets kidnapped, and we end up at the Shadow Academy, mm. where the twins continue being demanding and spoiled for the most part.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... We get Brakus as well. Um, He's fun character. Apparently not a cup of water. Yeah, my surprise. And then he will also appear in the new Rebellion, which is a dreadfully, dreadfully boring um, Bantam era book set quite a few years earlier about a bombing of uh, the new republic senate that of course han solo gets blamed for because
0: have you read that then because that was the one a few months ago that we were talking about that i started reading and then i stopped when i decided i'd rather read the Yuzon vong war
1: yeah so something very similar happened to me i started reading it it's pretty long for how shitty it is so i just listened to the audiobook Mm, and
0: uh, like I, I tried so hard. That is one that I'm really struggling with.
1: Yeah, I mean, it but, was it was cool to have Brachis in there. Like, it's a nice little bit of kind of cross-continuity, especially where it is a few years earlier. And he's kind of less overtly evil, but it's also pretty shitty. <laughs>
0: hmm. uh, but yeah, so Brachis lets us know that actually he is going to explode if he fails with this. And we see some training... Uh, between Jason and Jaina and Loi, Yeah. With Brackus and Tamith Kai, who's helping Brachis with this. Because a lot of the Night Sisters get involved in uh, setting up this Imperial training camp.
1: Mm-hmm. They're but busy. There are some
0: weird things there's some weird things with the lessons that uh, I don't know if there's like direct explanations for or if it's just kind of like assumed something happened to explain it. Uh, but the The big one for me is that at some point uh, Jaina and Jason are kind of pit against each other Mm -hmm. to train with their lightsabers. And the whole thing, they're all like, they're always like fighting holograms and stuff. And Brack is like, maybe I'll throw in a real creature. So you don't know if you have to defend yourself or not. Uh, But in general, you'd think they'd be able to sense a living entity being around them, especially when it's each other.
1: Yeah, that part was a little weird. I guess I just, I just kind of chalked that up to all right. There's they're really young still and they're under a lot of stress, but Yeah, that's especially like how the hologram like reacts to things like holograms are never really shown that way like usually mm-hmm. you'd cut through it and it would um, You know, it, it would shimmer or whatever but in this case like Jason's fighting one and He's like chopping through its uh its club and stuff um, So, yeah,
0: yeah uh I did like when they were they were fighting and then you have Coral, who is the Thai pilot that they saved last time, who starts getting some yeah. doubts about what he's doing. He's there uh, for some reason. <laughs> for some reason he's like it's Brachis, Tamith Kai, and Coral, who is just top three. He's apparently the a Thai pilot, head technician, teacher, and various other roles. Uh, but he does, I, I don't really have a problem with him being there because he does help them get out and it's nice to have that connection, uh, just see the Mm -hmm. guy like struggling with, Oh, is this actually what I should be doing? But the,
1: uh, I like the idea that the shadow Academy has like 10 people there. So it's like, yeah, the, uh, the shuttle pilot is also like the backup training instructor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: January, like he's mopping the floors when Jason's running by to rescue Jaina and Lowy. Mm-hmm. But uh the court when Jason and Jaina are fighting, Coral's like, Hey, maybe maybe they shouldn't kill each other. is like, nonsense, we only need the single strongest student. <laughs> That's always the problem with these Dark Jedi trainers. Like, yeah, maybe Jason ends up being better than Jaina, or Jaina ends up being better than Jason, but the other one is still probably your second best student. Yeah. You don't need just one.
1: Yeah, it's just like only the Jedi seem to get that. (laughs) But I I also I like the idea also of like Lobaka as a Wookiee. So he's kind of naturally kind of subject to these Wookiee fits of rage. So it's like how much of that is like falling to the dark side. Like there's one instance where Brachus knocks out Jaina. Pretty horrifying moment. And uh, Loey kind of goes goes mental and, like, starts throwing benches at people and stuff. So I kind of like how the individual students are, you know, they kind of all have their... Like, I, I like how Lobaka gets extra attention in this book. Even more so, I'd say, than either Jaina or Jason individually. Certain, certainly more yeah. than Jaina.
0: Tenelka and Lobaka both get a lot more attention than they did in the last one, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I do also like that Loey's, like defining characteristic is more the, like, tech whiz rather than big, strong Wookiee. And mm-hmm. if anyone gets defined as kind of like the big, strong character, it's Senil Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that, too. Um, and I, I also did enjoy visiting Dathomir again. I thought that was pretty cool, um, especially how there are so many references to... What happened in courtship. We meet, what's her name? Uh, Gwendolyn. Or, yeah. Kai, Yeah. Whatever. The old great-grandmother who's somehow... Oh, Ogwen. 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 yeah. Who's somehow still kicking around. <laughs> I enjoyed that. And I liked seeing like the tribes and stuff. That was cool. I liked going to that planet beforehand where they're in a bar and like that will almost drinks an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> looks like, yeah, don't do that. So she throws it on what she thinks is a plant, but it's actually a living sentient being yeah
0: and she's like rubbing the leaf <laughs> yeah mm. you'd think it would say something at that point it's kind of into it like this mm, is the I don't like that
1: yeah i don't like that either but this is like the second book in a row in this series where because it also mentions in the last book how there's a like plant jedi at luke's academy like it's like mm-hmm. c- certain jedi were sunning themselves right now the the uh, the plant Jedi, <laughs> which I thought was fun.
0: Yeah the the best part of that arc to me. So like Luke and Tenelka are going to try to track down the uh, the Shadow Academy, find Jason Jaina and Lobaka, and uh, the break in at the Kreska gem mining facility is done by like this uh, kind of it's almost like the mole miners in the Thrawn trilogy, but yep. the teeth are made of. Kruska gems so they're mm-hmm. basically looking for who bought most of lando's previous Karuska gems mm-hmm. and like the empire clearly invests a lot in getting these three Because yeah. those are expensive as shit it's like a diamond tipped
1: blade which is like an actual yeah. thing
0: yeah and uh there's there's a middleman reseller kind of situation that bought them and sold them back to the Empire so Luke is trying to find them and apparently with this uh, reseller this contact who is like all about secrecy all <laughs> it takes is Luke saying hey who sold, who did you sell the other ones to because I don't want mine stolen which is there's some logic there that I yeah. don't really there's a jump there that doesn't make much yeah. sense and the guy's just to me like you know what you've got a good point let me divulge all of this information to you yeah he's right like right uh, now.
1: spooky women and Tonka's like night sisters yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> got a kick out of that yeah it, it is funny Like we talked about this when we were reading um, Courtship just how much that book is referenced moving forward like how big of a character Tenokal becomes Prince is Older is you know even a pretty big character he gets decapitated by Jason later on which is fun uh, the Hapens become a major faction um, yeah it's all it's all good fun
0: I always forget a death
1: yeah. It was like at the end of Legacy. I don't remember why Jason kills him. I think to force the hape fleet into action or something.
0: Jason's a shithead? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's pretty deep in the subtext of Legacy of the Force, <laughs> but if you really pay attention, the message of Jason's being a shithead really does come <laughs> across. Jason is not epic. Oh my God, he's right. <laughs> yeah. But I do like how there's uh, like the progression here... With Jason's character, uh, how he really wants the lightsaber. And then, kind of the next time we see him after the uh, Young Jedi Knight stuff, he's one of the Jedi that's like farthest towards, I never want to turn this thing on. Whereas Anakin is more of the, I want to fight everything. Mm-hmm. And we kind of see the start of where his attitude shifts here. Yeah. And that's something that really does stay with him. Mm -hmm. until he starts murdering everyone he comes into contact with but that's that's later that's just a little
1: asterisk really on the character as a whole
0: (laughs) well the the progression for like why he believes the thing he does the things Mm -hmm. he do he does and how that progresses through like the different things he goes through is why i love the character so much and like it's the same thing with him and Jaina although Jaina kind of stays a bit more on the same path the whole time. Yeah. Like, even when she's got her stint with the dark side, uh, that's a lot more identifiable with her as a character, as she's always been, and it doesn't really shift the same way. Like, you can mm-hmm. see some of that in Young Jedi Knights, even when she's, like, threatening people. Uh, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Um one thing I want to talk about is the fact that um, Tennelkai, what's what's the what's the bad lady's name again? Um,
0: uh, Tamith Kai or Guizing.
1: Tamith, uh, Tamitha or Tamith, whatever whatever her name is, Tamith Kai. Yeah, um, Tenel Ka just kicks her in the shin basically and runs away, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, that's how they escape. So, I mean, there's there's not really like a whole lot that goes on. The 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 twins and Lowy are all getting their sort of indoctrination. Um, the Chewbacca's translating. Droid gets a memory wipe, basically, and is is fully Imperial, which is is pretty funny. But as as they they kind of figure out a way to escape with Jason using the Corsica gem he got earlier to kind of saw his way through the control panel of the door and sort of using kind of using the Force, I guess, to figure out how to open the door. And then they escape <clears throat> at the same time that uh, Luke is showing up uh luke and Tenel Ka, and then jana kicks somebody in the shins or sorry Tenel Ka kicks someone in the shins and breaks their breaks their leg which is pretty cool um, <laughs> yeah it was a
0: quarrel. opens the door for them yes yeah. yeah i will leave that out when i talk to and Dan. <laughs>
1: yeah um it was it was kind of a shitty plan if we're being yeah. honest because getting to the hangar they had that nailed but not having the hangar door set to open or anything, not great.
0: Yeah, Luke really loses focus in that situation. Just so we can recreate that uh, Vader and Vader yeah. scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. Luke even gives the whole "I've sensed a premise or, a presence I've not sensed in a long time." Like,
0: yeah. Like Luke is usually much better at keeping focus, mm-hmm. and is like, I pulled up my lightsaber immediately. <laughs> <laughs> then I started swinging. <laughs> But one thing that I didn't get uh, is we kind of get Brackis' backstory of like how we got to this position, and it fleshes out a bit more that when he's in Jedi Academy, he had been sent by the Empire, actually, yeah. uh, as a spy to... He's basically... Uh, what's that other company called in Charlie the Chocolate Factory?
1: I can't remember, <laughs> but I know who you're talking about.
0: Where uh, Slugworth. Yeah. Where he sends in all these secret spies to get the everlasting gobstoppers and shit. Mm-hmm. Brachus is basically that guy. <laughs> and apparently Luke catches on, but uh, it's mentioned that unlike previously previous yeah. clumsy and unpracticed spies <laughs> who would come to Avon 4 with the same mission, Brachus has not been expelled outright. But Brachus was part of the first class there. Who was the previous one? Stream. Like <laughs> Yeah.
1: How do we know Brackis is from the first class? Is that something that's...
0: Well, he shows up on the first day of uh, when Luke is gathering all his students, doesn't he?
1: I don't think so. He's not in Jedi Academy trilogy, is he?
0: Is it Jedi? Well, he's definitely in iJedi. Is he? Yeah, because him and Core, he doesn't like... The oh, yeah, Kor yeah, yeah like you're right. He's on the transport with... I remember uh... that now. Is it... Corin, Cam, and Brachus that come in together? Mm-hmm. Is Corin someone in Brachus? Yeah. Uh, it might not... It, it might be missing. Cam.
1: It is Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're so, right. I, I completely forgot about that.
0: So, like, that's, like, the first ten students, really. Like, maybe Brackis is a little bit after that, and there's been a couple other ones in there. Mm-hmm. But if... And Brackis was a huge shithead in I, Jedi. Yeah. So, like, if this is if this is what the Empire's really sending their best and brightest, what were the previous spies doing? Were they wearing their TIE pilot outfits? Do they have, like, I Love Vader pins on?
1: I just love the idea that it's, like, more of a, a nuisance than anything else. It's like, they pose no real threat. It's just like, no, we <laughs> caught you again. Like, get back on that transport and go home. <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell Lord Hathreer I say hi. <laughs> oh, I forgot about
1: Hathreer for a minute there. I'm sorry. <laughs> All in due time. All in due time. What else should we talk about for this for this fun book? Did you enjoy this book, Corey? Just generally without... No, I'm not going fully into, re- into reviews or anything, but just give me your experience.
0: I I thoroughly enjoy my experience with the Young Jedi Knight series.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's there's something for the whole family here, mm-hmm. where even if I do think Jason and Jaina probably should have been able been able to sense each other, mm-hmm. even if like Brachus is doing something or Damith Kai is doing something, but uh, that's fine. Yeah, it it's all fun. Yeah. I like the introduction of the four new kind of, like, next generation of characters. This is really one of the first attempts that the books have uh, to have these stories that are centered around new characters. Other than the X-Wing books, mm-hmm. which were always kind of, like, standing alone is a good attempt at that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the other books up till now have still been, like, uh, Luke, Han, and Leia. Whereas these are kind of, like, we're going to tell... This is where the next set of stories will go. It's these characters. Yeah. Even though it ends up just being used on War, and Wurum. We never actually <laughs> get rid of the, the old characters.
1: Yeah, but I mean, by the time it's over, you know, Jaina and Jason are both, you know, they're well-loved by Legends fans as much as, you know, as much as Luke. I, like, I'd say Jane is probably, well, either Jaina or Jason's probably the most popular non-movie character in the EU. What about uh, Lumpy? Well, he was on screen, so I'm not going to count him. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
0: So, I've never been clear on fan perceptions of Anakin though.
1: I don't think Anakin like, gets as nearly as much thought because
0: Yeah. Cuz he he's dead.
1: Yeah, he's dead. He didn't get, he's not really in these books uh like the other characters, so I can't remember does Anakin show up later on?
0: Uh yeah, he's he's at cuz I think the next book uh or the next couple books they're at home a bit more mm-hmm. uh because like zek shows up and i can't remember if zek isn't is zek part of the find... i'm
1: pretty sure zek's in the shadow academy
0: i can't remember if they find him at home and then he gets picked up by the shadow academy oh then they yeah him, i think that's or right if he starts off at the shadow academy and they're like hey it's zek but one of those i one of those orders of events happens Mm-hmm. Uh, but Anakin is some of the and some of the scenes at home. I don't know if he ever shows up in any of the scenes at the academy yet. Because mm-hmm. I think Young or Junior Jedi Knights is set up a little bit later, actually.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I like. I've kind of forgotten more of these books than I. I definitely remember a lot more of this book than I did the last one. Um, and just kind of looking through, I know I had like the lightsabers book um and i had the next book as well um but yeah i I know that like i'm pretty sure like there's like two or three distinct arcs in the series as well and like the first six or like five or six are all uh, are all kind of young uh, are all shadow academy and then there's another arc or two afterwards Mm
0: -hmm. there's the shadow academy arc the diversity alliance arc Um, there's one other, because there's the, the versions of the books that are sold where it was like, uh, the three or four books from each arc sold together, Mm -hmm. uh, and I was looking for those when I was getting the other ones, but, uh, oh well.
1: Did you find them?
0: I, there was a place I found that had a lot of them, but I was buying literally 60 other Star Wars books at the same time, so... Uh, I decided not to buy them all. I only bought four of the 14. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to look again soon.
1: Okay. Interesting. I want to pick them up too, but the, there's a lot. But there are some compilations I know, like you said. Like there's one that has yeah. the, the whole Shadow Academy arc, which would be kind of nice to pick up. But I, I I don't think these are sold very regularly. Like I didn't see them new on Amazon, for example. Like you can get. No. Or, like, I don't know if, like, Chapters has them, for example.
0: Definitely not. I had to... I was looking at, like, used, uh, used books mm-hmm. when I found them. So I was l- probably really lucky to find them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll be able to find them even like that again, but I was spending too much. Like, the books were really cheap, but I was getting them from the States, so I had to pay a good amount in shipping. Yeah. I, it was, like, maybe $0.10 cents a book, but then $2 in shipping per book. Yeah. That's... And I found, like, all the Jedi Prince books. Uh, it it was a pretty good amount that I left on the table there.
1: It's funny. I'm looking on uh, chapters since I mentioned it. And although you can't buy... So you can't buy the English books at all. It says not available online, not available in stores. But you can buy eBooks of the German version, which is kind of weird because I couldn't find... E- I don't think eBooks for the English version exist at all. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. Because the e- ebook I'm reading is is from a, uh, well, from a dark place, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's an official book, official ebook. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which, which yeah, is, mine, is a shame.
0: Mine still have all the things of like the weird transcriptions of. I think it might have been doing someone doing like text to speech even, but. I don't See know. My th- I mean, we're all only using official stuff. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for real.
1: We reread it to each other over the phones. That's all he's talking about. Yeah. My my first book was like that, but this one I got now is really well done. So maybe I'll, I'll I can send you the link if you want it. Anyway, we're 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 talking about naughty stuff. So let's. Is there anything else you want to talk about this book and anything you want to discuss before we kind of move on to the uh, the closing segment of the show?
0: Uh. Well, what did you think of the book? I think we've covered everything that I want to talk about. What's what are your thoughts on the Young Jedi Knight so far?
1: So I really like this book. I think I like the first one more, although I like yeah, I like the Shadow Academy, but the first one is just a little bit more fun. Like Yavin is a really uh Yavin's a really cool uh planet and it was cool to get the characters introduced, but I'm looking forward to see what we get with uh with book 3.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I guess we will move on to emails and questions right now. Anything that was sent related to Darksaber, I've kind of starred in the email inbox. There was definitely an email from Joel uh, that we will get to when we actually do Darksaber, which we will be getting to Darksaber. Uh, it's just, that'll probably be one of the first books that we do once we're back from... Um, yeah, from we got Justin's lots of emails leave. too,
1: I gotta say, which was nice. I think we got like 10 emails or 15 emails, quite quite a few
0: uh maybe not that many
1: actually i'm looking all the way back to october first but
0: we got i think four what
1: oh yeah i was looking all the well, way back there's a couple. To october first
0: all right well there's a couple yeah there that we can't do but there's there's like five or six here. yeah i'm
1: also reading the spam uh, ones like from tv page whatever that is hmm. but uh you want to read the first one
0: this tv page ambassador this session will <laughs> show you how to leverage our new live shopping features to increase your sales and revenue. Well, I've been pretty happy with how sales of our episodes have gone. I don't know about you. Yeah. But uh
1: that is a good point though. At some point we will probably cuz right now we do the podcast completely for free, which is 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 completely fine. We none, neither of us mind that but we might at some point get like an Audible sponsor or something. So, yeah. One that That's makes That's like the one sense. thing that
0: we've talked about where it's like it makes sense for what we're doing. Yeah. And it helps uh because like there have it legitimately justify been... the time we spend <laughs> on the podcast.
1: Yeah, because there have legitimately been times where I've been like, you can get Audible, but I don't have a link to plug. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm not going to go in order for this. Okay. There is one email that is related to the last full length novel we did, Children of the Jedi, with a point that I had meant to bring up but forgot to, and have been hating myself for forgetting
1: okay.
0: for the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, where, which one was it? I believe it was from Byron, who says, I was a little late finishing this book. It's not quite as good as I remembered, but it's still great. I put it in B tier. I can't believe with all the talk of Luke being an incel, you never brought up Callista being from the planet of Chad. And this was something that I had made a note of and then completely forgotten the episode. So thank you, Byron, for making this point. And... I think we lost a lot of opportunities there i'd feel bad about making all those jokes now that i wanted to make but i just i want it to be known uh, <laughs> he also says p.s i also read dark journey i'm pretty sure o'clock killed her mom yeah.
1: there we go that's but, uh that's hilarious you want to
0: go for the next one yeah what's what
1: sorry who was that i guess i'll read
0: that was from byron so if you want to go down to i think the first chronological one uh that is related to this was joel's, joel's uh, yeah joel's young jedi night shadow okay. academy question passing the torch
1: so joel classic classic joel email i appreciate you every time joel joel gets us i think an email for almost every book um, so. and he sent us one as well for dark saber which we're gonna do but anyway um so i'm just gonna read some because he always sends lots so let's pick up some key parts here uh i know a lot of friends of mine don't like the post new jedi order universe for the fact that so many characters have just horrible fates. I think the worst has to be Master Ikrith. That's his name, right? The bunny.
0: Ikrit. Ikrit. Uh, yeah, Anakin's Doesn't one he... that blows up to let Anakin and Tahiri off. Yavin. Yeah. Well, it blows. He gets shot. I blows up is not really the correct adjective for what happened in the scene. Mm-hmm. He blows up, but it. Anyways, this is too. Yeah.
1: So Joel's got an, yeah. an interesting point here. Um, lots of stuff. Terrible stuff happens to these characters, but. The legends also did a good job of kind of making these characters popular. However, it always The expanded universe always relied on luke leia and han to carry the stories even when they're in their 70s They never retired the characters. They never killed them off He says say what you will about the sequels and how it handled passing the torch But I do like how when we know when we now go to post episode 9 the new characters have to hold their own and I agree with that um especially when you read fate of the jedi i i do feel sometimes like having han and leia be a big part of it takes away from the story
0: well i didn't mind it as much with fate of the jedi like when looking i agree in principle with but with the application we got in fate of the jedi and uh legacy of the force the storylines that they were telling kind of made sense and it still did have jaina jason yeah and kind of the next generation as the forefront And their relationship with their family was the important part. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of got Crucible as a send-off for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or not really a send-off, but it was kind of the completion of their arcs. And it was going to be even more focused on, like, Jaina and all that going forward. But they obviously didn't go forward anymore, so we never got to see. Because there was was definitely a big thing going into, especially Bantam, where there was a a fear that if you didn't use those characters, people wouldn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. And... That was definitely still evident as you went through the Yuzon Vong War and the Del Rey books up to Crucible as kind of the last chronological book we had.
1: Uh, Crucible is weird, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we were starting to get out of that, and who knows what yeah. that would have ended up looking like. Uh, I think like w- the stories they're approving now would yeah. have been an indicator of how reliant they would have felt they needed to be because of the same publishing companies. Mm-hmm. Not in terms of like specific content, but just like would they have felt comfortable... Focusing on characters that aren't Han, Luke, and Leia, and it seems like they would have and it seems like that was the plan already
1: I think Luke would have stayed as a main character because he would have been the one kind of Remember how like at the end of Fate of the Jedi they make the new Quest knights or whatever they're called to like hunt Mm -hmm. down They're trying to find the the Mortis structure (coughs) and whatever else So I I think Luke would have always been involved in that because it is a very kind of Jedi thing and I mean Luke is old at this point, but he's not like that old like Han. Um
0: Well, it's not necessarily that they'd be gone entirely, just that they'd show up but they wouldn't necessarily be the same kind of focus that yeah, they were. Yeah. It's like Fate of the Jedi, especially, mm-hmm. uh, is is Luke. Like
1: Yeah, and, and it has entire Han and Leia arcs as well. Yeah. Yeah. So especially with like Olana, who of course goes with Han and Leia. Um I like, can imagine Han and Leia would be like just grandparents from hell like obviously Han and Leia get the kids this weekend because of, yeah anyway um <laughs> what
0: was yeah, I yeah like I mean maybe it's the a, a situation where people are like terrible parents and then good grandparents is probably applicable but a lot of the times that comes from like people realizing they've been terrible parents as well yeah so I don't think Han and Leia ever consider themselves terrible parents no, actually, no. They they explicitly talk about that in yeah. the Jedi Order*, so maybe they would have yeah. considered not being shit to Alana and Emperor Fell the Second. <laughs> Emperor
1: Fell the Second. I forget. At this point, um, is Leia still chief of state? Because it in says she is in one? the in the book, but like, I, I can't remember how the transfer of power goes. Like, I know she takes a like sabbatical. During um the Thrawn duology. And then she's chief of state again, right? And then at some point Borsk failure.
0: Yeah, I think she retires wins. like a year or two after this, and Borsk hasn't been in power super duper long when the Usan Vong War starts. Right. I don't think it's like immediate, but uh Yeah, there. I think this is still within her accepted tenure.
1: Okay. I mean she served for, you know, a decent amount of time, especially as like First head of state for a new government. Well, first real head of state. um yeah.
0: Well, there's a there's kind of a weird uh, sentiment that Gavrisum has. We don't know how representative it is of how it's seen in the new Republic generally, but that like the chief of state position is naturally Leia's job, mm-hmm. but very democratic of them. Uh, but yeah, I was like, and they're just kind of the same feeling with Mon mod Yeah, in Jedi until, Academy, yeah. Uh, until Leia becomes kind of the next, yeah. Because we
1: basically just get Mon Mothma saying, "No, it's your turn to be chief of state." Fuck the democratic. No, let's have process. an election, maybe. Do we actually get the election? I can't remember.
0: Uh, I think the only time we get an in-depth election coverage is in. Uh, is it Unifying Force? It's one of the New Jedi Order books when. Cal- uh, oh yeah, when, when it's, not, it's definitely From Steve,
1: Force Steve Martin.
0: Yes, when Steve Martin on,
1: does On Moncala, I remember specifically, because there's like a cool submarine yeah. part.
0: <laughs> Wait, is that in Star by Star? Like is I... that the B plot of that book? Where, no, because
1: like... isn't the B plot Coruscant falling?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, hold on. I I'm just at Star by Star now. I need to finish that reread. Yeah. But uh but yeah, that's that's the most in depth we get about their process.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Leia but, never uh, becomes yeah. chief of state in the new canon because she kind of almost goes for it and then it covers that in Bloodlines, which is a pretty good book. The whole Vader uh, revelation is a much bigger thing in canon than in Legends.
0: As it probably would be. Yeah. <laughs> and then, especially when sh- uh, a lot of the galaxy is like, hey, we maybe want to stop being at war for the first time in 60 years, and Leia's like, mm-hmm. let's actually go invade those fuckers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're doing it. Let's make another fleet. <laughs>
0: Um, i kind of like uh that part of what happens where like leia just keeps being the resistance fighter yeah and even if it doesn't end up being the most popular thing Mm -hmm. for her to do in the galaxy yeah uh but our next email thank you for that joel
1: Uh, Comes from keaton sorry the dogs are coming to mute my mic for a second
0: yep Keaton says, hey guys, love the show, been listening from the start. My question is, do you think Thrawn would have used the SSD Reaper had the PA offered it to Thrawn, assuming, of course, the PA lent him the vessel fully crewed? Uh, I think he would have used it if it was available. Like, I don't think It's the kind of thing where I don't think Thrawn would build his own SSDs, but if he has, he has them it. He's going to do something they're available with it. and they're crewed, then he's not going to go out of his way to...
1: Let's be honest, we you, know, know what Thrawn would there. do. He would use it as a diversion for something else. Yeah. So that's like... Pretty much all of what, like, the last command is. It's, like, various feints and, like, whatever else. So, like, or, like, fake feints. So, it's like, oh, it's just a Super star Destroyer. Clearly Thrawn wouldn't do that. And then he would actually just, like, destroy a planet or something.
0: Mm-hmm. So, he would have used it. I don't think he'd build it, but.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't know if he would staff it in favor of, like, I don't know if he would sacrifice other ships to staff it either. But if he's getting the men and the ship, I mean, he's, he'd for sure do something with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Even just like parking it somewhere and being like, "Hey, don't attack this place." Yeah. That would. Yeah. Or I know you're going to attack this place, so here's the thing you shouldn't attack, but you're going to attack. So I'm going to attack this thing while you're attacking that thing. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yep. But uh, yeah, mobile so mobile cloning you,
1: facility. You? That's what I think you'd do. Use it for. Hmm. Mobile cloning facility.
0: They're. The Dusanke style.
1: Yep. That'd, uh, that'd be cool.
0: Do you want to go for the next one here?
1: Yeah, sh- actually, sorry I-, I had my thing closed because I'm muting my mic and I was in my audio. Can you read the next one? I'll read the one after that. All right.
0: Uh, we have Kenan's question. How do you guys love the show? It's great to be able to listen to two Star Wars nerds talk about Star Wars in doses that are way longer than necessary. Okay. Well <laughs> Depends on the episode. Uh <laughs> Praise aside, my question for you isn't related to any book in particular, but rather a multitude of them. You guys mention how often how creepy and borderline incestuous... (laughs) Borderline incestuous. Let's be clear on this. It is directly the definition of incestuous. Luke's feelings for Leia are, totally agree, nasty. So my question is this. If you guys were tasked with the one-to-one retelling of the original trilogy, be it in a book, movie, graphic novel form, how would you handle the relationship between Leia and Luke? Would Mm. you change the kiss scene on the Death Star... Would you change the dialogue at the Ewok Village to acknowledge those awkward moments? Would you leave everything alone, or would you go big and bold and retcon them to not even be related? Feel free to go off on a tangent. I love hearing you guys spitball on how you would have handled things. Do you want to go first here?
1: Yeah, the the whole dynamic between Han and Leia, or Han and Luke, and with both of them being like in delay, is a pretty important part of A New Hope. So, and I I enjoy that too. Like especially the scene where they've escaped the Death Star and han's like you don't think she'd go for a scoundrel like me do you and luke's like no she wouldn't and and uh, han's basically just laughing to himself because luke's an incel um like i enjoy that part of episode four or star wars i wouldn't want to change that you can even the kiss in episode five it's fun that's one that i'd feel a bit more comfortable removing but just generally it never gets too weird um Like, it's always pretty innocent. They never have really, like, lust or real kind of true romantic love for each other. So, eh, it's okay.
0: I mean, I feel like you can go either direction with it. If you take in the context of, like, the expanded universe, then the thing that changes the least is just removing Luke's weird crush on her, or at least some of the expressions of it. Yeah. And that ends up being fine. Yeah. Uh, Or... If you're just talking about the the um, the movies themselves, if you just take it as original trilogy, yeah, then you can just have them not be related, and it doesn't actually change anything. It doesn't matter.
1: I enjoy it though. Still, I like. I like the whole. But s- if you're, sister, if you're so going to you feel would, like you yeah. need
0: to have a, a a romantic interest for Luke, mm-hmm. then don't have them be related. If you feel like you need to have them be related don't have the romantic subplot because it basic it almost feels when you get to that point in uh where they say oh no there is another it's a sister like we it doesn't it just feels like another thing of like oh actually turns out everyone's related where you don't kind of you don't really need that
1: yeah I, I don't disagree i just i really like the moments that kind of if you remove one of those key aspects you can't really get the moments like i like when vader's probing luke's mind and you know the whole twin sister thing and luke strikes at him with rage i like that moment i like the dynamic from a new hope that i was talking about earlier so if you go one way and remove it then you gotta sacrifice one of those moments i will agree though it does i don't f- think
0: you have to i think you can put in other stuff that accomplishes the same thing if you go either direction there maybe yeah i, I like you can also just introduce another character
1: yeah, like, you, you could have
0: four people instead of three. If you want to split it into mm. like Luke's non-reciprocated love interest and Luke's sister yeah. or love trial between Han, Luke and Leia and then there's another person who's Luke's sister. Like there's a few ways you could go about it and obviously other stuff would change as you go. Mm-hmm. But it's just I don't know, I find it kind of uncomfortable watching. It uh, is weird. It's cuz like it it clearly wasn't like george was writing those scenes thinking oh they're gonna turn out related no but yeah it happens and it's like okay
1: i don't know what he was thinking in empire strikes back because he there's the whole but there is another scene which i guess was referring to leia i don't know what his original intention was but that movie also has the weird kiss the kiss on the Death Star is not that weird. It's it's a kiss on the cheek. It's yeah. It's that's
0: fine. But Luke's crush leading up to it, where he's like, yeah. "Where'd she go?" Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But uh, and it also like, who knows what came from George? What came from Lee? What came from Kazdin?
1: What came from Carrie Fisher? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of a little script doctor herself. Hmm. Um yeah i don't know like what do you think do you think george knew in episode five what was going on with Luke? In episode
0: five he might have decided that was the direction he wanted to go there but in episode like you could just introduce his sister as another character later on yeah and then like you could keep all that and she shows up in empire or she shows up in like, maybe, like, Luke finds out Vader's his father and then finds that there's been this character out there who knew they were Vader's daughter who was also getting trained or mm-hmm. uh, she gets captured by the Empire or Vader doesn't. Like, there's a couple ways you can do that. It obviously would change some stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, Joel, it's weird that yeah. that's the direction they go.
1: Joel in the chat does have a good point, and I kind of remember hearing about this, that there was going to be, and Joel just posted the other thing I was about to say, Um because episode six was initially going to lead into another trilogy. So yeah, the idea of Luke having a sister was probably always a thing or a sibling, but it may have been that there just wasn't enough time or it wasn't going to wrap up nicely. So they ended up making the sister character and the Leia character into one. Um, yeah.
0: Or like maybe Chewbacca's sister. I that could have been fun.
1: Could have been. I would have enjoyed that. Hmm. Anyway, um, thank you very much that was a very interesting question i think the last one we have is from david who asks do we have any plans to cover the republic commando series in the future and i will say we've got plans to cover basically every star wars book um what you guys should be asking is do we have any immediate plans to cover it or is it high on our priority i wouldn't say republic commandos is super high on our priority but i can see us kind of slotting those in on off weeks at some point uh yeah
0: Usually the way it works is we have like an idea of what the immediate thing we're doing is and then maybe what like the next thing we want to do is. So we're rarely super planned out beyond a month or maybe two. Yeah. Because it'll, it really does depend on what we end up deciding we want to do. uh, Yeah. Like what we feel like at the moment. Because we've, we've tried to do before where we make longer term plans for what specifically we're going to do. And we almost never end up following those because Mm -hmm. we just like change our mind of what interests us. Uh,
1: generally so. we're kind of heading chronologically and then on yeah. our like we're, we're kind of doing it where our main kind of read through is going chronologically every off week and then uh or every week every second week and then we've got off weeks where sometimes we'll do something else it's often something shorter so i could see republic Commando maybe being an off week book those books aren't shorter but they're pretty uh like you know they're, they're fun so we'll see Uh, i'm not sure yet, but those books are i've I've read them before I like the I think the order 66 one is probably my favorite um And then he also asks about thrawn's revenge about the new update his boarding shells are a lot of fun Uh, and he asks, do you know when that's coming out and i'm gonna guess that's just whenever it's ready
0: That is correct. We don't have a set date yet, but we the, over the last couple days, I've kind of finalized what the specific plans are for what we need to get done for the release, so mm-hmm. we are heading towards it being the thing.
1: Oh, sweet! I didn't know I didn't know you guys were there yet. That's good. Lots of new models Thanks. I've seen; they look great.
0: Yep, there's been just a shit ton of pretty models much the there.
1: entire New Republic has, has been redone, right? And then entire
0: New Republic, entire Empire, of the hand pretty dreadnoughts, much all in the space of... Yeah, yeah. Because you also like, have like even just SSDs. There's the executor, yeah. the vengence, the bellator the Vi or the viscount was redone last release. Mandator, like three or four other yeah well, sovereigns the, being redone. Mandators are being done. Like
1: who the sovereigns being redone? Do you have a yeah. design you're going off of? Like a basic design?
0: Uh, farshot has done a few, a bit on it already. Okay. Uh, but like, They're a huge amount of the mod has been redone in the last year. It's a lot yeah. of
1: stuff. I am Let's... excited. So you say you say the the new mandators will be in the the, the new mod, that, or the new version. That's what I'm excited for.
0: Uh, yeah, the mandators will be in the next release of Fall of the Republic. The Mandator three may or may not be ready by the time we do uh, Thrawn Revenge three because we're doing one and two. We're focusing on that, mm-hmm. and then like those fit for Fall of the Republic. But the three would be what we use in a couple places in uh, in Thrawn Revenge. We don't currently plan to use the one or two anywhere in there, but We'll see what ends up happening. Yeah, uh, so, they're they yeah.
1: cool. I saw, I saw them. They're cool. They're,
0: yeah, they're pretty darn epic. Yeah,
1: I feel, I feel like it'd be a shame if you couldn't get them all together in a game. But I, I also get where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, that, that does it for me. Anything you wanna?
1: Nope. Throw in? Just uh, Corey and I have been streaming lots of Star Wars Squadrons, which I'm surprised we didn't talk about more at the beginning of the episode uh this is our first squad is it, or no i think squadrons came out before our last episode maybe no it
0: was thursday that the episode was so oh yeah we recorded it right before you went off to stream that right and before we found out the uh release time was six hours later for me than i thought or four hours later than I thought.
1: yeah so you've done a full review right it was you did campaign and multiplayer right
0: uh, I hadn't done most of the campaign, and I still haven't done most of the campaign. It wasn't really a full review. I did, did basically a guide on like whether or not people should buy it. Uh, I didn't okay. really want to structure it as a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Have you beat the campaign uh, off-stream?
1: Cause I, no. Okay.
0: Because I, I recorded the first five episodes. I'm doing it all in VR, so I'm trying to not make myself sick. Uh, like It's been awesome so far, but yeah. I, I don't want to throw up in my... Yeah. Day. I actually haven't been too bad with the VR stuff but like, I basically just wanted to give my take on like the multiplayer is really fun, the campaign is really fun, but yeah, uh, if you are looking for something that is more structured towards single player or is more like breadth of content, mm-hmm. more like X-Wing Alliance, then you're probably not going to want the game, yeah. but if you're looking for like a really tight experience that is more competitive oriented, mm-hmm. then Squadrons is probably something you'll enjoy. Yep. Like, I've been loving playing it, but I'm also not going to try to be like, oh, this is
1: It's not for everybody, and for it's everybody. it's very competitive as well. Um, So if you're no it's it's fun though it's fun,
0: yeah
1: maybe maybe we'll do a more detail once you finish the campaign. we can talk about that more in depth
0: yeah yeah uh so yeah i I think we we have talked about in the past doing like full episodes on specific games as kind of some of the off week mm-hmm. uh episodes between uh between books yeah those are what those are called that we cover on this podcast right books yeah uh because right now those are going to be the right now we're just going through the young jedi knights books until we get to the point that you take your two weeks off yeah or whatever it ends up being and then we're going to come back we're still going to finish off the rest of the young jedi knights alternating with the uh with the main novels or the longer novels Mm -hmm. and then after that for those off weeks we're either going to do like comics or we'll do games we'll do TV stuff Mandalorian we're going to be covering yes probably one of the first episodes you're back will end up being a Mandalorian episode because uh, the first episode should be up by then at least I assume it's hard to know without the exact timeline but yeah that's probably what's going to happen Yep.
1: I-, I like the idea of having a- an episode a week but without having to drastically increase the amount I've got to read um, yeah because especially if we're reading big-ass books every week it can be a lot mm-hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, it'll probably fluctuate based on, like, what the specific books are. Because, like, if we did two weeks of, like, Darksaber and then the Crystal Star, I'd shoot myself.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I would. uh, I'd be right there with you.
0: (laughs) All right. That said, we are going to be streaming Fall Guys in about 13 minutes Mm -hmm. uh, over on X2 and Corey Loses. We're checking out the Season 2 update there. So if you want to come and watch us get some crowns or yell at each other for not getting crowns. Uh, that's going to be an option. Ghostfish, you were asking about the Mandator. I don't think we... So far, haven't determined to make it a standalone structure, but I'll cover that more on mod-related stuff. I uh, mean, but, even
1: when it was just at Kuat, it could still move, just not very fast.
0: Yeah, but like for balance reasons, it's something we're considering, where you like, oh. start it as a defensive structure, then when you make it the two, it upgrades, and then you can use it as a regular unit. Uh, uh, that kind of makes sense, was,
1: actually, because, I mean, yeah. it especially if you could have it move around the map, but not jump, because I think yeah. it might not have a hyper... Anyway...
0: Because then it's also something where it's uh, it discourages people attacking uh, Kuat immediately. Because we have the static defense fleets in Fall of the Republic. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense having it be like a thing that's at Kuat discourages attacking Kuat. It's present when it's supposed to be present. But then it gives you the option of making it movable. But it, we haven't 100% decided on how we're going to handle that.
1: Also the best but, strategy in Empire War to, uh, yeah, by Yeah, I, I keep saying
0: Crystal Star for that. Oh, sorry. Like, I did that like every single time when we were talking about Children of the Jedi. I don't know why I keep doing that, but uh, I keep doing that. Sorry, I, but, uh, it was me
1: interrupting you, I think is what that was. No. I was just going to say the best strategy early on in empire War by far is just to get a massive fleet and steamroll too, so that kind of helps with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I think that's but, all for me. Is that all for you, Corey? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Alright, guys, don't forget before you turn off your podcast player, go and leave us a nice review. Leave us five stars if you think we're a five-star podcast. Leave us less if you think we are less. Hopefully,
0: actually, no, I guess it is less because you can get point like a decimal place of a star. How about you? How about how about it? Doesn't matter. Why don't you just shut the up?